So, OnePlus is finally officially in the Philippines. But is it the same OnePlus we knew more than five years ago? Or has it changed? Find out in this episode of Tacky Speak. Welcome to Tacky Speak, an utterly tacky podcast where Julian CB, that's me, speaks his mind on various tech topics for techies and non-techies alike. New episodes pop up every Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's the episode. Techie Speaks back. Did you miss me? Probably not, because actually stopped for like almost half a year. But it's fine. Listen back, and in the right time too, since we're in a tech-heavy season. So, the first topic I wanted to tackle is OnePlus finally being in the Philippines officially but how did we get here and is it still the same OnePlus we know let's let's dive deep OnePlus as you know is it some kind of independent company that never settles something like that it's actually one of the companies under the BBK banner so if you've never heard of BBK that's fine it's basically the parent company of some of the Chinese smartphone brands that you know. So that's Oppo, Vivo, Realme, and OnePlus. Are you familiar with the other brands I mentioned? I'm sure you have, especially if you live in the Philippines. Three of those brands are very familiar to you. Those are pretty much the popular brands that have been circling around for basically more than half a decade and now we're getting OnePlus officially but it didn't start that way it started back when I think around eight was it eight years ago yeah I think it was eight years ago when Digital Walker decided to carry the OnePlus brand and that was interesting because it was a (laughs) frankly kind of weird relationship because usually uh, when a smartphone brand enters a country it's usually through a local representative but OnePlus was different in a way that they went partnered with Digital Walker I don't know how exactly they did it as long as Digital Walker just happened to carry OnePlus phones and for how many years that's where we would get news on when we will get the new OnePlus phone because back in the beginning OnePlus was this very aggressive tech enthusiast oriented brand that would give us basically the highest specs possible at the most affordable price possible but then over the years slowly but surely OnePlus would increase its pricing until right now in 2022 when OnePlus basically is priced near the flagship pricing so it would be priced like near Samsung Apple those kinds of premium brands so they're very different now compared to where they were before in fact OnePlus is exactly the same company that 
I at least I knew back when they started because I think it was last year or two years ago when OnePlus uh, decided to merge with Oppo. So the two companies are actually uh, merging in terms of the resources and their hardware and software teams. So there's no separate OnePlus per se anymore in a way. Like, for example, uh, I think last year was dominated in the OnePlus space as the time when OnePlus lost its remaining soul in terms of the software with Oxygen OS because, if I'm not mistaken, it was either this year or last year. Oh yeah, it was just this year when Oppo and OnePlus announced that they were going to merge the code for both their software skins. So Oppo has ColorOS while OnePlus has Oxygen OS. They decided to merge it, but uh, people basically made a big deal about it, more than usual. So OnePlus kind of announced that they're not going to push with it. They're not going to push through. So we're in this weird situation where Oxygen OS is kind of different than ColorOS. But I beg to differ, especially when we get into... Uh, OnePlus being in the Philippines officially. So now, uh, OnePlus is basically this weird in-between of being a part of OPPO while being not part of OPPO. I'm not sure exactly. Basically, the reason why uh, I think it's a bigger deal because OnePlus has been very popular to the tech enthusiast crowd in the US. It's been basically... An alternative to Samsung if I could say so myself especially in the more uh, affordable flagship level let's say around 30,000 40,000 pesos maybe 20 high 20,000 pesos so they were in that range before now they're basically in the flagship range around 45 990 to 52 990 things like that so it's a different different time now. So now that I've talked about how Oppo and OnePlus are becoming this one coherent thing, uh, um, let's tackle the digital walker era where, yes, as I mentioned before, uh, previously, the only way you could get OnePlus phones was through digital walker. And... I really found it weird that that's how OnePlus entered the country back then because it's kind of not official from OnePlus. It's like it's just a specialty store brand basically getting access to OnePlus phones rather than it being OnePlus. So things like uh, customer service would be difficult because it's not actually OnePlus handling it. You would have to go through Digital Walker. And I think, you know, with things like uh, with the pricing of OnePlus phones, so you can't do anything like postpaid promos or stuff like that from telcos. So that wasn't possible. But I think now, this year, with the official news, I think this week, yeah, this week, OnePlus uh, made its first event 
OnePlus had its first event in the country as its own brand and not just through Digital Walker. So OnePlus now is officially in the Philippines and their first product is the OnePlus 10T. And the first question we would wonder when I say that OnePlus is officially coming to the Philippines, like, why now? Wasn't there OnePlus phones before? Like, they were in digital walker stores? Why now? I don't think they have an official answer for that, but if I have to guess, it's because of their closer relationship with Oppo, and especially in the past year, where OnePlus resources are now pulled into Oppo resources, so now they're basically one and the same. So I guess what ended up happening is that gave them the agency for, let's say, countries who previously don't have OnePlus uh, phones officially before can now do so thanks to their counterparts in Oppo. So now we now have OnePlus Philippines and it's pretty good for the most part because at least we now have official customer service if ever phones break and at least uh, software updates would be kind of clear at least here in the Philippines because maybe before it wasn't as pronounced but how it might differ from before besides that is how OnePlus will be perceived by the fans especially the Filipino fans who already knew who OnePlus was before the brand officially entered into the country. I don't know how it's going to go. Will it either be, oh, we're so happy that OnePlus is finally here in the Philippines and I'm so happy that the brand that I love is here or will we get the sentiment that, oh, OnePlus is here but I was already starting to fall out of love of OnePlus because they're no longer the same company that they were before. I think that's what I'm feeling, but I bet initially most of the people would appreciate the fact that OnePlus is sufficient in the Philippines. For me personally, I don't know if that's going to be a viable thing or if that's going to last. We'll see what OnePlus Philippines has in store for us since I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It's just the, they officially launched just one product, which is the OnePlus 10T. And we'll see what what it will look like in the next year. Because if I see signs that they're being like Oppo, then that's going to be a problem, especially for me. Because that just means that It'll basically be like another Oppo in the sense of positioning in the market. Even though OnePlus is a different kind of market altogether. We'll see. Because OnePlus used to be a tech enthusiast brand. And now they're becoming more mainstream to the point that we're getting an official OnePlus Philippines. Rather than just being a digital walker. So it's going to be weird. We'll see. Because one of the telltale signs that I think OnePlus is really different is the OnePlus 10T itself. Yes, it's a OnePlus 
mainline phone. What I mean by that is from OnePlus One, Two, Three, until the OnePlus Ten Pro this year. Very weird that there was no OnePlus Ten. It's just the OnePlus Ten Pro. So that's the weird part. So we'll see. The OnePlus Ten T is weird because it it OnePlus decided to ditch their iconic alert slider so if you're not familiar the alert slider is basically a switch on the phone a physical switch which lets you transition between uh, silent mode and then ring mode with just, a, with just a switch and not like you have to tinker your phone to make it silent mode things like that so it's a very common thing with most OnePlus phones until the Nord series came around and then some affordable Nord phones didn't have the alert slider and people were fine with that because it's maybe a more affordable phone but they're starting to see that oh they're willing to ditch what makes it special and just to make it more affordable and more appealing to more people and now we're seeing it with the mainline OnePlus phones even if it's the OnePlus 10T so will it be successful for them i don't know i think it's a good it's actually a good phone for its thirty-five thousand nine hundred ninety pricing for the 8 gig 1 to 8 gig model especially now that it has a snapdragon 8 plus gen 1 which is basically a better chip and all the oneplus uh things you know and love with oxygen os 12. so Will there be something? I think it's a small sign, the OnePlus 10T. Them ditching the alert slider just to have more space for the battery and the 150 watt Super VOOC fast charging. We'll see if that works out for them or not. Because if they continue this path and I won't see an alert slider on the OnePlus 11 next year, and in the first place, not having a OnePlus 11. Because this year, there was only just the OnePlus 10 Pro. I didn't hear of a OnePlus 10 ever. In other countries like India, there was OnePlus 10R. Then that one was not as well received by reviewers, especially in the countries that had the 10R. So we'll see. OnePlus is weird these days. And I hope that we get to see the glimpse of uh, it's never settle slogan so that's a slogan never settle because when they started they unleashed like the best bang for buck smartphone at the time because it had flagship specs at a very affordable price so the one plus one was like at 299 dollars and it still ran a different os like a different skin of android so we'll see we'll see what happens I have faith that OnePlus would be successful here, but we'll see. The OnePlus 10T isn't giving me any confidence. And the fact that it's the, op the people, somewhat, uh, people in the tech media, I've talked to some of them, they told me that not exactly the same people that run Oppo here in the Philippines are running OnePlus, but seeing as the PR people I'm interacting with are from the same PR as Oppo. 
doesn't really give me confidence. More on the Oppo thing in the future. I don't want to get into it now. So what I'm saying is, I am cautiously optimistic for OnePlus being in the Philippines. I'm just not confident that it will be optimistic for long because of the OnePlus 10T. It's a good phone, don't get me wrong. But not having that alert slider that makes them OnePlus, makes of that phone a OnePlus phone, is a telltale sign for me. Let's see if that changes next year. Yeah, that's it for this episode of Techie Speak. It's been a while since I've done any podcasting. I'm actually recording in a coffee shop again. I'm getting back into my roots. Because that's how I started before in podcasting. I was recording in coffee shops and I had a laptop mic only. So this would have been noisier if I didn't have a proper mic near to my mouth. So how'd I do? Is it... Am I still... Do I still have it? <laughs> Sound off in the comments on social media. And until the next one, bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of Techie Speak, an Utterly Techie podcast. You can follow at Utterly Techie on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out UtterlyTechie.com in order to discover more of the techie life through tech news, reviews, and opinions. See you next week!